Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe. I am your host, Twyla Reed. I'm also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. Happy Sunday, happy Mother's Day to all of the amazing, awesome, phenomenal, God-fearing mothers that are out there listening. What an awesome day to just give God thanks and just being, you know, just able to just say, Lord, we just thank you and we just give you all praises and just for just being God all by himself. As you all know, I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him in a coma. He was paralyzed and with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son, that is my son and I. And this book is our journey through his recovery. It's our testimony of hope and healing and how we use prayer and how we use perseverance to overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injuries to communities. We provide support. We provide resources and tips and even prevention insight. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and family members by teaching them how to create the life that they desire in spite of the challenges and the devastation that accompany head injuries. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. And a few of my books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, and this is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. You know, oftentimes when you go through a traumatic event of some kind, of some kind most of the time you just want to give up on life because just your day-to-day living becomes so chaotic and it's just so hectic and you really feel like you just want to give up and that your life is over and that you really are not going to make it. You know, the challenges that you face can really become so overwhelming. It can really just put you in a state of depression, and you can just really kind of go into isolation. But I want to encourage you and let you know that this is the time that you cannot give up, and it is the time that you cannot give in. It's the time to understand the power of your words. Why? Well, I'm glad that you asked. Because it's through your words where you're going to find the strength and the will to turn your situation around. It's through your words that you're going to find joy. It's through your words that you're going to find peace and that you're going to realize that you actually do possess the power to turn your tragedy into triumph. I'm also the author of Amazon's number one bestseller, 
what do you do when caregivers need caregiving? So how many of you know uh, any caregivers? How many of you mothers out there are caregivers? And you may be taking care of your own mother or, or another loved one. You know, so many times caregivers never stop to realize the importance of taking care of themselves while taking care of others. And I know oh so well because being a caregiver now for almost 18 years, I was one who always put my needs on the back burner. So it didn't matter if it was self-care if it just, or if it was just taking a moment, a breather for myself. You know, I had really just lost myself in the caregiving process. And even now, sometimes I find myself slipping back to that. And so I have to go back and, and, and get my own book and use my own strategies and my own techniques. You know, in the book, I share techniques and, and different strategies that every caregiver needs to walk away with the peace of mind and reassurance needed to continue on their caregiving journey. I also want to announce to you guys that uh, our Broken Wings, we have uh, just uh, actually uh, released and launched, or well, we're taking pre-orders for uh, my newest book. It's a 30-day devotional, and it is called Soaring by the Power of God. And I tell you, it is definitely a life-changing devotional journey that will really just enable you to soar as the events of your life are transformed into empowering moments through daily readings and guided prayer. Uh, the intention is for you to increase your self-control, discover happiness and hope, and just refocus your life on what really matters. You're going to walk away when you finish uh, this 30-day devotional. Uh, revamp. You're going to be able to revamp your entire being from the inside out. You're going to view and react to life with a new, healthy, and happy perspective. Um, this powerful 30-day devotional, it would just make you increasingly aware of God's presence in your life, and it was going to allow you to enjoy his peace as you just kind of like just really step out on faith like never before and begin soaring by his power. This book has been written to help men and women worldwide who are seeking an intimate relationship with Christ. You know, my words to you are just don't ever stop seeking the presence of God because he is calling you to a deeper intimacy with him, and he's doing that daily. And so I just want to um, let you guys know you can go to my website, pre-orders. Uh, we are actually taking uh, pre-orders at this time. Um, so, um, and, and all of my other books as well can be found on my website at www. Twilareed.com. You can also um, find my books on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Nobles, as well as Books a Million. So, uh, just want to uh, remind you guys to kind of jump over there in your free time and and take a look um, at what we have to offer. We have, you know, lots of great resources. We have planners, um, goal setting journals, Bible study journals. Uh, and, and just a, a lot of great information on how to create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you face after you've gone through a traumatic event. Um, so I want to just, again, just in, encourage you guys. Uh, again, the books can be ordered from my website at www.twilareed.com. So, uh, again, happy Sunday. It is Mother's Day. And, again, I just want to welcome you guys to the show 
It's been an awesome day today here in Savannah, Georgia. Although it's been a rainy day, it's been gloomy, and all of those great things, um, I tell you, I'm just so happy and excited to just be able to tell God thank you for just allowing me to see another day. And here on the Conqueror's Cafe, we highlight authors, entrepreneurs, as well as survivors of traumatic events who've made it out victorious, and now they are here to share their testimony of hope and healing with the world, to just offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel on their own personal journey. For today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Conqueror's Cafe. So if you or someone that you know have experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you too can become the strategist of your own destiny. It is time for our scripture reading for today. And as I prepare uh, to go over this, of course you guys know it's Mother's Day today, so I want to just give a public shout-out to my own mother, uh, Miss Vera Fulnoy, and just say, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Um, I love you, and, you know, I, I, I sent her a very special post on Facebook, and I told her, you know, uh, for, for the rest of the world, she's just, uh, you know, Miss Flanoy, or, 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 you know, she's an educator, retired teacher, you know, just a, a, a pillar in the community, but for us, she is just simply the world. And so I just want to say thank you, Mom. We love you. Thank you for everything that you do, that you've done, and just for being the example of what right looks like for my sister and my brother. And so with that being said, our scripture for today is going to be coming from Exodus, the 20th chapter, verse number 12. That's Exodus 20 and 12. And I'm going to be reading from the Good News Translation and from the message. So uh, the Good News Translation reads, Respect your father and your mother so that you may live a long time in the land that I'm giving you. And the Message Bible, it reads, Honor your father and mother so that you'll live a long time in the land that God, your God, is giving you. And Leviticus 19 and 3 says, Every one of you shall revere his mother and his father. Now, that word means to admire, to respect. To look up to, it means to hold in the highest regard, to just be in awe of. So when you think about your own mother and, and all the sacrifices and all the prayers and all the tears and all of the hard work that your mother has does or, or if you no longer have your mother, all the things that she did do for you while she was here with you, those things just make you, it just should just give you goosebumps, just make your heart feel warm inside. And you just should just be in awe of her and just hold her in the heart in the highest regard. And when you talk about mothers, I think about it and I was like, okay, Lord, so God couldn't be everywhere, so guess what? He made mothers. And the greatest call for Christian moms is to know God and help others to know him too. 
Motherhood is one of God's greatest gifts to humanity. A loving, committed mother is an indispensable person in our development. Just imagine a world without mothers. Mothers impart powerful, social, and nurturing characteristics in each generation. It is mainly from their mothers that children learn the virtues of sacrifice. They learn how to share. They learn the the importance of valuing others and compassion. They just learn lots of other interpersonal skills and values that enable humans to live together in peace. Physically, women are designed for self-sacrifice. When women are pregnant, a woman's body focuses its primary attention to nurturing that new growing life that's developing inside of her. Her body will automatically prioritize the needs of her unborn baby. And this gift of self-sacrifice is not only biological. After her children are born, a mother will continue to sacrifice herself for the needs of her children. She will do whatever she can to assure that her children have what they need. Mothers are also designed by God to nurture. There is just no greater nurturing power on the planet than a mother. When the Apostle Paul was describing his love for the church of Thessalonica, he used the metaphor of a mother's love to describe how deeply he cared for the Thessalonians. He reminded them that he was like a gentle mother who tenderly cares for her own children. The best of all that God designed a woman to be is expressed in her motherhood. Not one of us came into this world without a mother. It was just impossible to do so. And in these days of, a, of abortion on demand, motherhood is a conscious, deliberate decision by a woman to enter into that noble, godlike act of loving self-sacrifice to participate with the God of all creation to bring a new life into the world, you, my dear friend. Mother's Day gives people around the world the opportunity to just shower the women who love and care for them with gifts and appreciation. But between the homemade Mother's Day gifts and the flowers, it's still very important to share a special message with your mother. The right message tells your mother how much you appreciate her and honors the sacrifices that she's made for you. So on today, if you are a mother or a grandmother, you are deserving of blessing and honor for who you are and for all that you do. No matter what your age is, no matter if you're single or you're married, here is a prayer of blessing for you for every good word, every good word, and for every act of love that you've ever offered on behalf of the ones that you love. Dear Lord, bless, bless every mother and every grandmother with the finest of your spiritual blessings on today. Confirm in her heart and spirit the work of her hands and the love that she has so freely given to those children under your care. Validate her worth daily. So she has no reason to doubt whether she is loved, whether she is valued or cherished in the eyes of her Heavenly Father. 
created her, oh God, a deep sense of your protection and trust so that worry and fear would disappear as she places her loved ones into your care. Let her know that every prayer that she has prayed, every encouraging word that she's spoken on behalf of her children, grandchildren, or anyone else in her community has been transformed into sweet, fragrant offerings before your throne. Help her to snuggle daily into the promises of your word, standing with faith on the things that you declare are true. Let her know that you reward faithfulness, but that true success does not lie in her accomplishments or her accolades. Let her rest in the knowledge that she has done all she can and that she and those she loves truly, truly belong to you. Bless her with the servant spirit so she can teach her own the joy of hearing one day, well done. Remove any guilt, false or real, and replace them with your amazing grace and forgiveness. Help her to see her children or grandchildren through your eyes, knowing that in your hands is the safest place that they can ever be. Calm every doubt and strengthen her confidence in the only one who can bring good out of any situation. Teach her that she cannot meet every need of her child's life, but that only you can. Give her wisdom and guidance to train those precious children in your path and then to leave the results to you, Lord. Help her to love without limitation, to pray without ceasing, and to live without regret. Bless her with such a sweet dependency on you that she will acknowledge her inadequacies, yet recognize and accept your reward of praise, that your sense of pleasure in having her as your own beloved child. Where prayers may still seem unanswered and dreams are not yet realized, open her eyes, dear God, to see beyond this world to a hope that never disappoints, to a father who will never leave or abandon her. Give her courage to persevere, even in the most difficult moments of her life. Bless her with honesty, integrity, and a playfulness that shows her children she is human, yet unwavering in her desire to know you. Let her joy be contagious. Let her passion be pure. And let her life overflow with all the blessings that she deserves on this special day and on every day of her life. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. We want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. If you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or call 912-335-3799. Sister Sense, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Nishara Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, please contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made personalized gift baskets and candles. 
the Birmingham Slayers. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area, and you are looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. If you have a business or an event that you would like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at for details. We have an amazing show lined up for you on this evening. We are in for a special treat. Our guest is a published author. She's a true survivor. She's filled with wisdom to empower, educate, and enlighten you. So I want you all to relax, grab your cup of tea, as we prepare to be blessed by this true anointed vessel. But first, we are going to take a quick break, so don't you move, because we'll be right back. Hello, this is Cherie Barnes of CherieBarnesAuthor.com, and you are listening to The Conqueror's Cafe Radio Show.
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Conqueror's Cafe. I am your host, Twyla Reed. Again, we have an amazing show lined up for you on tonight. Tanya Woods is a 20-year veteran educator who has a love for encouraging and lifting others through her writing, teaching, speaking, singing, listening, and living. Tanya has faced many challenges but believes that once the work is done and healing is complete, the beauty of the promise shines through. So without further ado, we'd like for you guys to uh, give our guest, Miss Tanya Woods, a warm, warm welcome as she comes on this evening. Good evening, good evening. How are you this evening, Miss Woods? I am great. How are you? I am great. Welcome, welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe. We are elated to have you with us on this evening. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, and happy Mother's Day to all of your listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. Um, um, are you a mother, Miss Woods? I am a mother to one nine-year-old son. Well, happy Mother's Day to you as well. Thank you. So I know um, I read your bio and did the intro, but I would like for you to please uh, just say hello to the listeners, uh, uh, you know, in your own way. Well, thank you so much. I am very excited to be here on Congress Cafe um, I am such a supporter of the work that you're doing to help people who are survivors of different tragedies because I'm a survivor myself um, of some that I'm sure we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, but yes, we all need support. We all need to be connected. And the divine connections that God places in our lives are for reasons beyond sometimes what we know. Um, but they are very fruitful, and, and you know, we yes. are overcome by the testimony yes. of others, and we share our testimony. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about Amen. discussing my book and some of the other work that I'm doing. Uh, so I'm just yes. grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. Again, like I said, we're honored to have you, and just thank you for, you know, just being able to come on our platform and share with our listeners your testimony of hope and healing. We are excited and just uh, just honored that you're here with us. So we are going to uh, go ahead and get into the interview, and uh, I just want you to share with our listeners, um, you know, let's go back a little bit to when you first started writing. I want you to share uh, what inspired you to start writing? Wow. So when I think about beginning to write, I have to think back a long time, years ago. I started writing when I was in elementary school. Um, I can't pinpoint a time when I first thought, oh, wow, I'm a writer. But I do remember at some point I received a diary and if you remember those little small diaries with the little bitty locks and the keys that the lock <laughs> didn't really work, but yes, <laughs> I, when I, I had one. Grade, oh, yeah. So when I was in fifth grade, I received one of those. And I began, uh, when I think back to the journaling and really delving into writing, 
I just began to write my thoughts. I would write down what happened during my day. Um, and in fifth grade, that wasn't much, but it was a lot to me at the time. And right. I just continued writing from that point point on. Um, I was a little bit shy when I was younger. I am the baby in my immediate family and one of the younger cousins on my mom's side who we spent a lot of time with. And there were times oh, where wow. I just didn't, yeah, I just didn't feel like I could speak up. It wasn't something that anybody said to me. That's just how I felt, and I chose not to. But I do remember right. a time when I was just where my grandmother really let me know that I had a voice. We were at her house, at my grandparents' house, and we were uh-huh. having family prayer, which we did every holiday. We had family prayer. And I was very young. This was even before that fifth grade time. Um, And we had completed the family prayer, and I was crying. And my grandmother asked me why I was crying, and I told her that they hadn't let me pray. Okay. And I don't know exactly what I said. You know, in my young mind, I probably thought it was profound. But I knew at that (laughs) point. (laughs) Yes. At that point, I had a voice. But. Um, I didn't really think about getting that voice out and how that voice would come out into the world until I started uh-huh. writing. And the teacher in ninth grade who made me write, and we wrote journal entries every day, and I wrote a poem, and she thought it was amazing. Um, wow. And I kept it, and she inspired me that way to write. So it, it just writing just became my voice. It was a way for me to get out my thoughts and some things that I wanted to say but maybe chose not to. You know, I, I think that's, I think that's uh, where it starts for a lot of writers. You know, journaling, keeping a diary. I, too, had the diary with the key that didn't work. And so, you know, just looking back and thinking back on that, uh, I, I, I really believe that's where the passion begins for a lot of writers. And you say that writing became your voice. Um, you know, I I want to say this as it ties into that. I think a lot of times, you know, even just when we want to say things to people, sometimes we don't know what to say, so we write it. And because I think you, you feel like you can just express more of yourself when you write something down. So that I, I think that, that that's confirmation when you say that your writing became your voice. Um, when you think back, well, you know, you, I heard you say that you believe that those things were profound because, you know, you were so small. So when you think back, if you could tell your younger writing self anything, what would it be? I would say a couple of things. The first thing I would say is keep everything because yeah. everything you write is important. And it may not seem important at the time, but it may be a piece of something greater. I uh, think right. about now in my adult life, I've written a few songs here and there, and I might have mm-hmm. a piece of it. One night I woke up from a dream and had uh, several verses to a song, and I thought, okay, well, what am I supposed to do with this? And then it wasn't until years later that I got more pieces to that same song. So I say keep everything. The other thing is share your writing when you can with people that you trust, of course. There were many times I did not share my writing. You know, it was for me. I wanted to 
secret. It was private. I would write poetry. You know, there was a time I was going through writing poetry once a day. Again, that being my voice. But then I began to speak, and people saw something in me that at, at the time I wasn't so sure that I was going to be speaker or writer, whatever it was, but right. sharing those with people that I trusted, they encouraged me to continue writing to and to share it with the world. Wow. Well, I think keeping everything, <laughs> that's definitely um, great advice. Uh, I have a, a, a journal beside my bed um, because I dream. And I really do think and, and agree with you say, you know, you write things down a little bit at a time. You may not understand it at the moment, but eventually it all comes together and you're able to go back. And, and it's been, like, it's been years later that um, I may have gone back, you know, I may have written something that I that I had a dream about and it didn't manifest until years later. And I was able to go back and be like, oh, this is what that meant. And so this is what God was saying. So, yes, listeners, keep everything. <laughs> Write it down and keep it, and not just keep it, keep up with it. <laughs> yes, keep up absolutely. with it as well. <laughs> now, in regards to your book, um, what is the genre of your book and the message behind the book that you're trying to portray to the readers? Sure. My book is nonfiction, even, or excuse me, it's fiction, even though it is based loosely on some experiences that I've had in my life uh, with different people. It is called Under the Tree. Uh, it is about boys who grow up and their friendship through their growth and some things that they experience together, which I think is very mm-hmm. important especially in this day and age for our younger generation. Uh, we don't grow up with our families the way we used to and you know, when I think about my cousins, my cousins were my best and are my best friends. They were yes. my first friends um, besides my brothers. So I think teaching children that friendships can be lasting, that mm-hmm. friendships are important, and that we grow. We can grow together and have these experiences that make us who we are, and those can be positive. So that's really what I want the reader to get. And then also enjoying time outside. It is called Under the Tree for a Reason. And the activities that I have back of the book are important because our children don't get outside and play like we used to. They don't get the sunshine, the vitamin D, and the fresh air like we did when we were younger. And very important to them. So if I can inspire them to do that, that's half my battle. You know, that is so true. I think I remember growing up, we never took vitamin D supplements. I mean, we were outside all day. Now you have, you know, we live in a world of technology. Um, My great nephew is here with me, and he's almost three. And I tell you, I mean, he can work an iPad and put the password in and maneuver through YouTube, and I'm just in awe of (laughs) the ability that he has to be able to, you know, to, to do that. So I'm like, you know, I think, um, so being outside as a child, uh, I think just the memories of that, I mean, just are lasting. And, and I really hate that in today's time that children really don't 
you know, it's like they don't, they don't get to appreciate that. They don't get to experience that and be able to hold on to that. Like we are talking about it right now, you know. And um, so under the tree, under the tree, now, what is the inspiration behind the title of your book, Under the Tree? Well, I have a love for trees. I'm just going to tell you. So I am, I was a part-time or I did photography on the side, just kind of snapping pictures. And I have right. so many pictures of trees. There was one tree in my backyard, and there's a tree in my grandfather's, the front of his house that I remember, and then there's a tree in front of my house that my son and his friends were in at some point. And they really started the whole under the tree um, idea uh-huh. in my head. So. Yeah, so just I really draw off my experiences. Hey, that's the best thing to do. You know, right. what's 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 the terminology? What's the phrase that you use? Experience is the best teacher. I that's so believe in that. It is absolutely true. It really is true. Now, um, let's talk about some of the challenges that you face. You know, as a writer. What is one of the most difficult challenges that you faced, and and how have you been able to overcome this challenge? Wow, one of my most difficult challenges is really time for me. Uh, I'm a yeah. caregiver, as you talked oh. about earlier. Yeah. So it's just between working and the caregiving and the responsibilities of all of that, just having the time to write. But as I said, I keep a journal. I have paper with me everywhere I go, and now with the technology, we have our phones. I write a lot of notes in my phone, so I try to make sure I minimize every resource that I have. You know, you can even do Mm -hmm. voice memos if you want to type on your phone. So I try to maximize those resources and really just, if there's an inspiration that hits, I try to write it down as fast as I can because I have actually lost things that I thought of because I didn't get them written down, and they didn't come back right. to me the same way. So I just try to make sure I get down and make sure I maximize resources and time as much as I can. Right. Okay. I think time is one of the most challenging things um, there is for a writer. I think every writer at some point, you know, um, it will be challenged with time. And I heard you say you were a caregiver, so you know you 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 pricked my heart right there. Uh, so I yeah. know how difficult it can be uh, finding time to write. But um, would you agree that um, when when you find yourself that time is a challenge, that the best thing to do is just to do it. I don't care if it's five or ten minutes a day. Just take five or ten minutes, fifteen minutes to just write and write whatever you can write. Don't worry about editing. Don't worry about grammar. Don't worry about spelling. Just write. Would you agree with that? I do, and it's so funny you should you say that, and that's the advice I give to people all the time. And I just say, just mm-hmm. sit down and write. Don't don't worry about it. Don't think too hard about it. I had a friend right. who introduced a book to me called Morning Pages. I'm not sure if you're familiar mm-hmm. with that book or not, but Morning Pages is really just that. You sit down and you brain dump. You write just oh, down. Brain down. dump, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you do a brain dump. And in that, you know, uh-huh. you make it 
to do those things. And there are times when you have to schedule, just like you schedule a doctor's appointment or schedule to go yes. get your oil change your car. Make a schedule. If you're serious about the business part of writing, uh, make a schedule for yourself and really get that time down that you need to create and put down on paper the things that you need to right. get out. Remember, there's somebody that's waiting to hear what you have to say or what you have written. There's somebody who can't complete their healing until they hear what you right. have to say. Now, you know that God can use any and everybody. So it's not mm-hmm. all his to do, but there are people that need to hear it the way we say it. And so right. just not sitting down and wasting time, but maximizing mm-hmm. the time that we to get those things down and get them out to the people that need to hear this. So let's talk about Under the Tree. Now, I want you to tell the listeners just, uh, you know, uh, a little bit about the plot of the story. Um, I know you you said what it's about, you know, about friendships and, and, and things like that. Like, like, who are the characters in your book? So they don't have actual names. You just see three boys. Okay. And, mm-hmm. again, you see them throughout different stages of their lives. So they start out as young children. You see them as older children. Then you see them as teenagers. You see them as fathers, daddies cleaning with their children outside. And then you see them as older senior citizens laughing about the memories that they have together. So Mm -hmm. I have written, as I said before, I love poetry. So it is written in a poetry format, but it's so it's a quick and easy read for anybody. Um, okay. And I really want parents and grandparents because the mm-hmm. font is large enough for grandparents to be involved and read the book as well. That was important to mm-hmm. me, especially yeah. my father lives with us. So h- having him be able to read to my son is important as well. So involving the grandparents or people that may be visually impaired is very beneficial to them. So the story, again, is about, it's about three boys. It's about friendship. It's about um, inanimate objects that I have seen throughout my life. I have a picture of my, the tree in front of my grandfather's yard, and in that tree is a stool that I imagine one of my cousins put up there at some point, and it just still <laughs> sits there. And so I talk about that a little bit in the book as well. But it's really drawn and based on experiences that I've had in my life. Wow, that's great. Now, what are some things that motivate you to keep writing? Wow. Well, first and foremost, my love for writing, because I love it so much, I just, Mm-hmm. Anytime I have an idea, I want to put it down, and then I want to see how can I make this idea beneficial for somebody else or this story or this poem. Who would enjoy this, and how would they enjoy it? So I think about those right. things. Okay. I think about the fact that, again, because it has become my voice, it's so mm-hmm. easy for me to write because that's what motivates me. Uh, not that I don't talk now, as you can tell, I, I'm able to talk, but <laughs> but it's an awesome avenue to communicate with anybody. You know, I think about 
students that I have at school, and there are times where they don't want to talk, and I'll hand them a piece of paper, and they can write down everything that they're upset about or or mad about. So it's such a joy to be able to do that. So those things inspire me to just continue on, and I, I hope to be writing forever and to be publishing books. You know, and until I can't write anymore. <laughs> right, that's right. I, that's how it's been for me. I started with one book, and, and the Lord just continued and just took the vision from there, and it just, you know, soared beyond what I thought it would ever do. And uh, so right. I, my prayer is that you continue to do so, and that God will continue to open the doors that you need open and connect you with the people that you need to be connected with. And, and I pray uh, that you don't become prey to those that are out there as well, and you know, just so that you can carry out the vision that God has given you. Um, Thank you. Um, now, yes, ma'am. Now, as, as far as being a writer, uh, do you have any favorite authors that really inspire you? I do. Um, I read a lot of Priscilla Shires. Um, I love her books, and she actually inspired my second book, and um, she's one of my favorite authors. And I have some nonfiction or some, excuse me, fiction authors, but as far as inspirational, she's the one that mm-hmm. I say that inspired me the most. Um, okay. I love Julia She has several books that I just kind of keep in rotation. She's an awesome author as well. And those are my top two favorite inspirational authors. Now, uh, just briefly, um, because I know you and I are going to be coming back together soon, but I I know you mentioned this second book. Uh, I want you to put your plug in for your second book and just tell our listeners the title of the book and just um, what it's about. Oh, yes, of course. My second book is called Soul Lift, 30 Days, 30 Ways to Lift Your Soul. And it is a 30-day journey a challenge, a guide that will lead you through several different activities and reflections that will help you see your life in a new light. And I uh, do it with a cohort. So once you get the book, you're you're welcome to join Soulless University, which is a class that mm-hmm. I host on Facebook. And I just completed a 30-day journey with some women this past week. And it has been, I, I don't know about for them, but it's been an amazing journey for me <laughs> to walk them through. Amen. Step step. So I have 10 different, it's three different segments in 10 days. You have a section where you're going to just reflect. You're going to think about some things. The second section is that you're going to do some tasks that I ask you to do each day, but you're also going to reflect on that. And the, sec- the third set of 10 days is B. And so there's some affirmations. And I know you like affirmations. You mentioned that earlier. Yes, but exactly, yes. Affirmations in the book where, you know, I walk you through using those affirmations during the day and then also reflecting on that. And at the end of the book, you write a mantra based on what you've learned throughout oh, that 30-day journey. Yeah. So it is it's really inspiring if people will do the work, it can change them. If they commit to doing the entire thirty days, it wow. will make a difference it's difference in their lives. Because part of my 
journey, part of my passion, part of my purpose is inspiring people. And, you know, I have people often say, you have such a positive outlook on life. You, you know, you're always positive. Well, no, I'm not always positive, but I choose to see good in people and I choose to see the positive in situations. Now, it may take me a minute to get there. It may not be today if the situation happens today. Right. It may be from now. But ultimately, I know that what I'm going through is for God's glory. And if it's for his glory, I'll see some positive somewhere. Wow. That is great. And, you know, thank you for saying that. Um, You know, the reason I, I believe that affirmations are important it's because, uh, like you just said, if you do the work, things that you participate in to better yourself really can become life-changing. It's about your mindset. And when you change your mindset, your language is going to change. When your language changes, your life is going to change. And so I yes. live by that. I, I, I teach that. And, and uh, I truly, truly do believe that. So thank you for sharing that. And uh, we're definitely going to be – um, scheduling a, another um, show for you to come on and talk about that. I really, really want to hear more about this book and, you know, the program that you have, and I want you to be able to share that with the listeners as well. So um, more to follow on that. Yes, ma'am. I want to um, take a few moments and uh, let our listeners know that our phone lines are now open the phone lines are now open. If you have a question or a comment and uh, you would like to call in, please do so by dialing 657-383-0898. Again, the phone number to dial in is 657-383-0898. Listen to the prompt and just press the number 1 if you would like to um, come on to the air and have a question or a comment for our guests or, or, or for myself. Um, again, one last time, the number to dial in is 657-383-0898. Now, Ms. Woods, let's talk about some things that you like to do in your spare time that does not include writing. Yes. Well, having said that I have a nine-year-old son, I can only think that you all know exactly what I'm doing when I'm not writing. So I'm playing with him. <laughs> Yeah, he keeps me busy. We love to go to the park. Again, you know, I can't encourage other children to be outside if I'm not encouraging my own to take time to be outside and encouraging myself. So I love to do that. I play the piano. I sing. I crochet just a little bit. Um, I love to read. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, I sit and talk to people with wisdom. I love to sit with senior citizens and talk to them or call them and talk to them and, you know, because it's important for us to love on them and get their wisdom because they have a lot of wisdom that we need. And if we'll just sit and listen, they can help us through a lot of this journey themselves because they've been there and done that before. Isn't that that an awesome thing to just sit down with elderly and just listen to the stories that they tell and the wisdom that they impart and the advice that they give, I absolutely love it. It's just, to me, it's just, I don't know. I just love that. I mean, 
uh, I, I used to just sit with my grandmother and just listen to the things that she would tell us about life. And and I tell you now, I look back on that and I can see exactly <laughs> what she was talking <laughs> about. Oh, my gosh. God bless my grandmother, Larley Gray. Yes. So, um, okay. So um, now I know that there may be some that are listening out there that uh, that may have a story that they want to tell. They may have a book that they want to write about. They may, you know, the journey that they're traveling on, something is just tugging and tugging at them to, to write, but they don't know where to start. Uh, you know, they probably are, 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 are talking themselves out of, you know, out of doing it, that negative thought talk. And so what words of inspiration and motivation can you share with those who are just inspiring to become authors? Yeah, as I mentioned before, the the first thing to do is just write. Just get it down mm-hmm. on paper. It does not have to be in a specific format because that's what your editors and publishers are for. You don't have to be mm-hmm. perfect. You can, again, do a voice memo. You can record it. If you have an old school tape recorder, Whatever it is, just get your story out and, you know, somebody else will help you perfect it because it's your story to tell, it's your journey yes. to talk about, but there are people yes. that have the skills to help us on that part of the journey where it comes to publishing. And, you know, there yes. are opportunities now that there weren't before for people to publish their stories, and I'm just grateful that those opportunities are out there and that there are people that are helping others and it's not just the big publishing companies, which, and they're great as right. well. And I'm sure it helps a lot of people, but for for some of your authors who are just starting out and, and really have a story that they need to get out, first of all, just right. write. And then yes. wise counsel, as some tell us, you know, the, the wise counsel, is going to help us to get that story to the place that it needs to be, whether that's self-publishing or going through a t- traditional publisher. Amen. That is awesome. Awesome advice. So, listeners, if you are, are there and you're listening and you just have that tug inside of you, that, that gut feeling that, you know, God is pulling on you to write about your journey, uh, you know, everything that you go through in life is never for you. It's always for someone else. And, you know, so that God can get his glory out of the situation. So if you know that that's you, just take the advice. Just write. You know, we have a, the author here. She just said just just sit down and just don't worry about the specifics of things right now. Just go ahead and write what God is pouring into you uh, so that you can pour into others. Uh, we have a, a question. Hold on one second here. Hello, Carla. You're live on the air. Do you have a question or a comment? Yes, I wanted to ask uh, the author about her book, At the Tree. Uh, where can we purchase yes. that? Awesome. Yes. Miss Wood, can you hear the question? Okay, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. You can purchase on my website, soullift.net. Um, it's also available at Amazon.com. So, again, it's called Under the Tree. It's by Tanya Woods, illustrated by Lyric Evans. Okay, thank you very much. I, I look forward to reading it. Awesome. Thank you, caller. Thank you. 
Thank you. We have another caller. Please dial in 657-383-0898. The number to dial in, if you're listening, if you have a question or a comment, please dial 657-383-0898. Ms. Woods, now let's talk about your upcoming events. Do you have any upcoming events that you would like to share with our listeners? Sure. Actually, next week, May 18th, I will be at uh, in Spartanburg at the Girl Empowerment Network. Um, it's the Entrepreneur Woman Experience, and the mm-hmm. theme is We Deserve It. That's going to be at Spartanburg Methodist College. I'll be there from 10 to 5. Also, on June 22nd, I will be at Long Branch Baptist Church from 10 o'clock to 2 p.m. at their Juneteenth celebration. And any other events, you can connect with me on Facebook at author Tanya Woods or on my website, soullift.net. So can you can you um, um, let the listeners know once again how they can connect with you? Sure. I'm on Facebook at author Tanya Woods. I also have a website, which is soullift.net. And if they're on Instagram, they can connect with me at Miss. M.S. Tanya D.W. Okay, awesome. So your website is soullift.net. Can you spell that, please? Absolutely. S-O-U-L-L-I-S-T dot net. Soullift.net. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Ms. Woods, we are down to our final question of the evening. I would love for yes. you to share with our listeners, what does the word conqueror mean to you? Wow, the word conqueror means overcoming to me. Um, not that we don't have trials, tribulations, and experiences that that test us that we would rather not have, but we overcome those things. Uh, We overcome them by our faith, by our friendships, because we know if we believe in divine connection, there are reasons that God has placed certain people in our lives to help us overcome certain situations. So for me, conquering things is overcoming them. You know, you, you don't get to wallow in the misery and the negativity for an extended amount of time that we take the time we acknowledge what's going on in our lives, and we are aware of that. But in that, we work towards overcoming. So if I'd have to say anything was my definition and what it meant to me, that's what it would be. Amen. Wow, what just a, an amazing testament of hope and healing. We really appreciate you being with us on this evening. want to encourage our listeners to please head on over to the website, to Facebook. She's on Facebook author Tanya Woods. Her book, Under the Tree, is just an inspiration for young readers to consider nature as they learn how nature enhances creativity, friendships, and relaxation. Uh, It's perfect for early readers, and this book informally teaches children about uh, prepositions as well as the relationship between objects. So again, Ms. Woods, thank you so very much for coming on and sharing with us. I personally just want to just say thank you for just 
you know, just sharing your heart and your journey with us and um, just want to encourage you to just keep pressing forward as you continue to make an impact in the kingdom. Thank you so much again for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, again, uh, we will be, uh, you know, bringing you back, and we're going to be talking about your, uh, your, your second book. So more to follow on that. We will put that out there. We will uh, be promoting that show once we get everything set up for that as well. Sounds great. Thanks. All right. Well, God bless you. Okay, listeners, uh, that is our show for this evening. Uh, before we hang up, I just want to, again, say Happy Mother's Day and give our callers, our listeners, uh, if you would like to take a few moments to call in and give a, a public shout-out to your mother or that special uh, lady in your life, uh, whether it's a mother, a grandmother, a wife, a sister, an aunt, a best friend, you may do so at this time. Again, the number to dial in is 657 I pray that everyone uh, has a blessed evening on on this evening. Uh, If you have not called your mother, please do so. Uh, We did a show uh, last Sunday in honor of Mother's Day. And we learned that uh, Mother's Day is the busiest day of the year for phone calls. Believe it or not, millions of people call their moms on Mother's Day, and some even call their mothers collect. <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting there. <laughs> but make sure that you are loving on your mother today. And remember, it's not about the gifts. It's not about the presents that you can buy her. It's just the just showing her honor and just letting her know that you love her and that you appreciate her hard work. Um, husbands, uh, love on your wives and make sure you let them know that you appreciate, you know, the nurture that you pour into their, to your children. You know, they're your children together. And, uh, you know, I, I really believe that the mother, you know, um, is very important in the household. Again, because just of the way God designed them to provide nurture. So thanks for listening to the Conference Cafe show. Be sure to visit our website at www.conferencecafe.com and check out our resources, prior shows, as well as our bonus content. And while you're there, do not forget to subscribe to our website to stay updated on all of the great things that we're doing. We truly enjoyed you all this evening. Don't forget to join us every Sunday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time for amazing testimonies of hope and healing. And as we close, I want you guys to remember, we all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, frustrations, and even sometimes destruction. We must remember that it's our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and want to quit in our journey. You can do two things. You can stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, or you can turn back to those familiar things that weren't good for you. Remember, the choice that you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Have an amazing week, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings 
as you continue to soar by the power of God, transforming your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Twyla Reed, your Tragedy to Strategy mentor. For speaking engagements or consultation, please email me at info at If you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Good night. Take care. May God bless you and heaven smile upon you. a little bit, y'all.